um, a thought on Parshas Masse. Uh, we, on our trip, we were uh, driving through Poland, and we made a stop in Kotsk, and we were going to go to Ger, but we didn't have the opportunity. I want to tell you an idea from the Sasemis based on the Parsha. The Sasemis was the grandson of the Chidush Arim. The Chidush Arim had 13 children. They all died. Chidush Arim lost all 13 of his children. Um, in fact, the Chidush Arim started off um, going to the Kajnot Samagid. And he left the Kajnot Samagid to learn from Rav Simcha Bunim of Pshischa. And the Kajnot Samagid was very distressed. And when he left the Kajnot Samagid, that's when the Chidush Arim began losing all of his children. And the Chidush Arim says he's sure the reason he lost his children is because he caused distress to his Rebbe, the Kajnot Samagid. But he said he had no alternative. He could not stay in Kajnots anymore. He felt he had to go to Pshischa. It says in Kajnitz, all he got from his Rebbe were compliments and um, warmth and love. He says he doesn't need his Rebbe to give him compliments, love, and warmth. He needs a Rebbe who's going to teach him the truth and help him grow. And despite the fact it came at great personal risk, um, he said it was the right thing to do. Now he had one son, Avram Martcha, who was the father of the Sasemis, but Avram Martcha died. And the Sasemis grew up uh, a Yasaim. And the Chidush Arim personally uh, cared for the development of the Sasemis. And one night, and this is brought in the Mayona Shel Torah on this week's parsha, the Sasemis was uh, spent the whole night learning. And then he dive in Shachris Nates. And the Chidush Arim comes in in the morning and he sees the Sasemis uh, sleeping. So when he got up, he, he gave him Musr. He said, you think you're going to become a Talmud Chacham by sleeping late and davening late and and uh, nothing's going to become of you this way. You need to show some uh, <clears throat> industriousness. You need to work hard. This is not a, a mode of behavior. And the Sasemis heard him out. And then he said, by the way, I stayed up learning the whole night last night and I davened early and I just needed to sleep a little bit. So the Chidush Arim felt bad. He said, you should have told me. Why do you let me give you uh, a tirade and a whole Musr Shmuz? You should have stopped me in my tracks when I told you that nothing's going to come. You should have said, what do you mean? I, I spent the whole night learning. So the Sasemis says, no, I'll tell you why I didn't do that. In this week's parsha by the Bnei God and Bnei Ruvain, it says that after they heard from Moshe Rabbeinu, the sharp words... And uh, remember, the Bnei God and Bnei Ruvain said, The Bnei God and Bnei Ruvain said, Look, we like it here, and we're going to build um, cities, and we're going to uh, keep our cattle here. We have a lot of pasture. And Moshe Rabbeinu says, What kind of terrible thing is that? Your brothers are going to go and fight the, the 31 kings in Eretz Yisrael, and you're just going to take it easy over here. What a terrible thing. Moshe Rabbeinu called them Tarbos Anoshim Chatam, a group of sinners. And Moshe Rabbeinu said, you're turning away from Hashem and you're causing corruption. And they said, no, that's not what we had in mind. We're going to go fight with our brothers and we will not inherit our land until we 
assist our brethren in conquering Eretz Yisrael proper. Oh, so Moshe said, fine. Says the Sasemis, why didn't the Bnei God and Bnei Ruven stop Moshe in his tracks? As soon as Moshe said, what are you doing? Should Klai Yisrael go fight and you take it easy in your cities of luxury? They should have said, no, that's not what we had in mind. Why did they let Moshe get to the point where he criticized them and he called them Tarbos Anoshim Chatoim? So the Sasemis says, from here we see that if a person has an opportunity to hear words of Musr, never lose out and deflate the moichiach, even though you could have defended yourself and you could make the Musr obsolete. But if you are in the situation where you have the opportunity to hear words of Musr, Musr is such a life-giving opportunity. Um... One who loves life, loves to hear. Musr, Musr is so important. It's so good for one's soul and so good for one's character that even when you have a defense, don't say it. Take the opportunity to be able to hear words of rebuke and then you could defend yourself and you could say, look, you know, um, I'm not doing anything wrong. I don't want you to be suspect of me. But nevertheless, don't uh, shoot them down right away. Uh, give an opportunity to be able to hear words of Musr, even though it's undeserving. So too says the Sasemes, you're being moichiach me, you're telling me I need to have zrizos, I need to be industrious, I need to work hard in learning. These are all things I need to hear. You're right, in this case, what I did was justified, but I don't want to ruin the opportunity to be able to hear words of Musr.